It's Friday night. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Friday. How's that for you? It's Friday, so I've had about four lattes. I'm absolutely wired. How is that? Why? I've been to Costa. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> um, it's the last episode of the season. Episode 10 has come mm-hmm. around. It's been so quick, hasn't it? It's been we a enjoyed, fast, haven't we? It's been a it's been a roller coaster. It's been a hoot. <laughs> it's uh, been a hoot. Particularly enjoyable reading the various press articles and seeing what seeing what the journalists have made of these various cases that we've but I covered. Haven't, I haven't seen your smiley face, Jack, which has been sad, sad yeah. face. That is a that's a negative. But I think so. Then again, maybe I've been frowning, and it's perhaps better that you don't, I don't see that. Believe that, Jack. You silently smiling just now. I am, because it's Friday. <laughs> Friday. Okay, do you want to count us in? I'll count us in. Go for it then. Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team Podcast, where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners and aims to keep you straight and narrow with your staff. This is our The Law Pen Headlines season. We take a look at the stories making the headlines and ask, is this case for real? How did the employer get away with that? And what is the law behind the headlines? This episode is brought to you by the podcasthost.com, the ultimate how-to podcast resource on the internet. They can help you with anything related to podcasts, be that planning and launching your show, equipment and editing, growing an audience, or even monetizing your show. Check out their free resource, step-by-step guide on how to start your very own podcast. This can be accessed at thepodcasthost.com slash start. Jobs are good in. So, we've got another case today, Si. Make sure you're recording, Jack. We're recording now. We are. Good. Fine. Okay, the case today is Dadenko against Costa. Mrs. Dadenko, who's employed by Costa as a barista. A barista. A barista. Remember, that was the guy in Dundee, Costa, who was the barista of the year. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Neat guy. Neat guy. Used to get a lot of good flat whites off of him. Mm-hmm. So this lady, um, Mrs. Dedenko, was employed from January 2017, and she was promoted to become an assistant manager in September 2019. So she rose through the ranks, and she worked at a Costa store in Edinburgh, which Gosh, was... close to home. Indeed. Very close to... Um, one of Blackadder's offices, mm-hmm. and she was within a larger Tesco superstore. Okay, so all staff in Costa store received training on fire and evacuation processes. Um, this involves reading the Costa fire evacuation procedure and signing to confirm they've been fully understood. Now, among other things, the fire evacuation procedure required staff to leave by the nearest exit, mm-hmm. escorting and guiding guests. Mm-hmm. Do not stop to collect personal belongings. Mm-hmm. Remain calm at all times. Do not run or rush or avoid panic. Now, you're one of the fire marshals here, Simon. <laughs> Did you say that's sage advice? I think it's great advice. Great advice, actually. Um, okay, one Saturday in November 2019, two months after a promotion, Miss Dedenko was working with the other staff. She was the most senior person on shift. The fire alarm sounded and it said, this is not a test. Is that right? Yep. Good stuff. The tests were usually on Fridays. Okay. The store was a busy store because it was Saturday in the rush to Christmas. All tables were occupied and there were elderly and disabled customers, prams, babies, etc., etc., etc. Trolleys, full of shopping, bags all over the place. You can probably picture the scene, Simon. Totally. Totally. Um, 
And so what happened here was that the fire alarm sounded at 3.03pm mm-hmm. and the store was evacuated by 3.09pm. So six Gosh, minutes. Six minutes, that's pretty quick, isn't it? Sounds all right to me. Sounds great. I'd Sounds be happy good. if that was our kind of um, evacuation time. <laughs> What's our time? It's less than 10 minutes, less I think. Than that. Yeah, it must be. Totally. But we don't have to contend with things like trolleys and babies and... All the other distractions that <laughs> she <you> had. <laughs> well, maybe me, I'm a baby They've sometimes. they folders, all kind of stuff, yeah. In any case, um, this was six minutes. Mrs. And- D. Go on. Mrs. D. Sai, she was the last person to leave. Um, okay. And the following Monday, the main boss of Costa, CF, was notified. CF. That the Costa, they were actually the slowest of the whole Tesco complex. They were the slowest to evacuate. Okay, that seems pretty harsh because six minutes sounds really quick, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, six minutes pretty efficient, oh. I would say. To evac- I think this was a store that would allow for about 60, 60 people. And so this fairly podcast big. lasts for how many? Six minutes? I think, you, well, we're at six minutes now, so... She's evacuated the store by the time we've been walking <laughs> <laughs> through. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Okay. So CF undertook an investigation. Um, he interviewed Mrs. D. She advised him that customers were slow moving. She had to deal with an elderly disabled customer who refused to move. Yeah. She agreed that staff took their jackets with them as it was cold and raining. And she didn't think it would take more time. I could kind of see the point there. I mean, if totally. you're, you're grabbing your jacket on the way out, it's not like she's stopping to make a couple of cappuccinos and then give them a coffee. <laughs> no, um, no, no. And she was quite reflective as well. And she said, with hindsight, she accepted that I should have been stricter with the customers. Mm-hmm. However, she countered that by saying that she didn't want to cause a panic. Good. Which so was consistent with Reflection, pause. remorse goes a long way. We've learned it in does. this podcast season, haven't we? It does, yeah. Then there was a little bit of a fork in the road. Ten days, ten days after her investigatory meeting, Mrs. D notified um, Costa that she was pregnant. Okay. So the investigation report was concluded a week after the pregnancy announcement. The report found that Mrs. D was in breach of the company health and safety procedures. The focus was on the claimant, Mrs. D, not using the nearest exits, but the front door. And that she allowed staff to get their jackets. So then after that, she was invited to a disciplinary hearing. And mm-hmm. this took place on the 8th of January, so just after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she was very consistent in her position. So during the disciplinary hearing, she made basically the same points as she did in the investigation. The store was packed. Lots of elderly and disabled customers. Mm-hmm. Customers were slow to react because they didn't believe it was a real alarm. She had to assist an elderly person who needed a stick to walk. She directed the elderly person to the escalator um, because she thought that that would be the easiest um, method for getting the person out of the building. Yep. And also she said, as I escorted the last man out, I collected my coat from the nearby office and followed him out okay. in six minutes. She also made the point too, this was her second fire evacuation. And the last one she did, not to deal with customers, so again... It was slightly longer, but it was only her second fire evacuation she'd had. Exactly, and the first time she had to do one, she was she was merely a barista. Okay. She hadn't she hadn't been given any additional training on okay. becoming assistant manager. Okay. So the hearing was adjourned, and further investigation was undertaken. 
more staff statements were taken, CCTV was viewed, and during all of this time, Mrs D continued to work. She hadn't been suspended, mm-hmm. so if there was going to be another fire drill, in theory she would be the responsible person again. That's true. So that investigation took place, when did you say? November time? Yes, November time. And again, that's what, two months on, she's still in charge of the Costa. Exactly. Exactly, Sai. And then after the reconvened hearing, so the disciplinary was done in over two sittings, mm-hmm. after the second one, she was dismissed. And the reason, the stated reason in the letter of dismissal was a failure to commence evacuation immediately, failure to follow correct procedures or to act in a controlled manner, failure to take charge and instruct staff effectively, and then ultimately placing the team and customers at risk. Okay, okay. No specific mention of the of stopping to get her coat, however, in the dismissal letter. So then, usually, however, in addition to the dismissal letter, there was also a disciplinary report prepared by Costa. And this document was not shown to Mrs D, and the reasons for dismissal here were different. For example, there was a reference to her stopping for a coat. Yep, and that was picked up on. So, um, she is dismissed... She lodges a claim against Costa. Yep. It goes to a hearing. Yep. So what should Helen be for this set of circumstances, Jack, do you think? I would say, Costa, time to get your coat. Unfair dismissal of assistant manager. Good one, Jack. I like that. How's about don't be latte for the fire alarm? Costa nice. employees sacked <laughs> over five evacuations. That's a good one, Sai. Do you think that's good? I like that. Latte, late. Yes, yes, good. yes, yes. How's about I've been, B-E-A-N, sacked? Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, isn't that good? Isn't that good? My employer has ground me down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the real Costa ending. feel really flat. White. <laughs> You can tell that we're coffee fiends with all these puns. (laughs) What was the real headline, Si? It was, Scott's Costa worker wins 14 grand payout after being sacked for grabbing jacket during the fire alarm. There we go. I prefer your one and my one. I think all four of ours. (laughs) So, during the tribunal hearing, various arguments were made. Pregnancy discrimination was was alleged. However, Mm -hmm. the tribunal found that there was no pregnancy discrimination the real reason she was dismissed was because of the costa perception that she botched the evacuation and her pregnancy had come to light after the ball started rolling with the investigation good okay it's unfair dismissal we know this can attest the bhs against virtual three stage test and um, we've gone about it for the past I don't know, 10 episodes yep it's been a common theme throughout these cases Okay. First hurdle, genuine belief. Mm-hmm. That was satisfied in this case. That's, kind of, that's usually the easy one to get over, isn't it? Totally, totally. Based on reasonable grounds, was a second test, and this wasn't satisfied. The hurdle was not satisfied for part of the allegations. Is that right, Jack? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the tribunal were quite critical of Costa in this case. Costa made a finding that Mrs. D failed to evacuate within a reasonable time. Mm-hmm. But the tribunal rightly pointed out there are various mitigating factors. So unlike the rest of the Tesco store, you know, where all the customers were already on their feet, Mm -hmm. they already had their coats on. In Costa, everybody's sitting down, coats off, bags to collect, blah, blah, all that stuff. Okay. So second test is a fail. Is a fail. 
The third test, much investigation as was necessary, again cost a field here too. The investigating officer was not impartial. He did not conduct a balanced and impartial investigation. For example, he asked one witness, do you realise how she was not only put customers in danger, but also the team? Um, which wasn't a kind of very fair question mm. to ask the employee. Again, you want to ask um, very balanced questions if you're investigating the process. Yeah. That was clearly a leading question if I've ever heard one. And various other steps were also missed out in the investigation. For example, they didn't view the CCTV mm -hmm. and there were two witnesses who were missed out. Okay. So, okay. and another thing as well that was criticised quite strongly by the judge, uh, Judge Sankster found in this case that, you know, Costa were trying to say, you took, you took too long with this evacuation, mm -hmm. but they didn't investigate or they didn't lead any evidence to show how long they thought it should have taken. Yeah, that's a good you know, They point, didn't say, for example, Jack Boyle, he did a great evacuation last week and it took him three minutes. There was none of that, so that was unfair. Sure. So it's finding an unfair dismissal so far. There's another kind of, did, it, did they consider the test of reasonable ban responses, Jack? Yep. The, so they did, after finding that two of the three tests of virtual were failed, they then concluded that actually the decision to dismiss was out with the band of reasonable responses. Okay. Um, and that was basically, they said, you know, the issue about not getting your jacket, that was worthy of a warning at worst. Okay. So you said headline was she got 14 grand compensation. She did, yeah. How's that calculated then, 14 grand? 14 grand, um, she got a basic award mm -hmm. of 500 pounds or such and such. Let me see, I've got it in front of me. Okay, so we've got here, her basic award was £937.32. Okay. Compensatory award is £13,463, which totals the fourteen grand yep. compensation sum. And it would have been more <laughs> had the tribunal not decided that Mrs D had contributed to her own dismissal by stopping to collect her coat. Okay, um, okay. An act which cost her 25% compensation. Okay, so that concludes this episode 10. What are our three takeaway tips, Jack? Number one, always be even-handed and thorough in an investigation. <laughs> don't put words into the mouth of a witness and don't ask leading questions. Okay. Tip two, don't find the allegations upheld after investigation. Employers should merely be finding that there's a case to answer. In this case, I think the investigating officer said, actually, this allegation is upheld. We shouldn't have done that. Exactly. So the decisions were being made at way too early a stage. Okay. And tip number three, JB? Always ensure that if you're an employer and you're dismissing staff because they've allegedly breached one of your policies, make sure that the staff have had sight of the policy, that they've signed to acknowledge receipts, and that they've had training on the policy. Good stuff. Um, well, that concludes that, isn't it? It's been... It's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Well, that's season 10 done and dusted, Si. Yep, that's it. Thanks to all our listeners for, mm -hmm. for staying with us over these 10 episodes. We'll be back later on this year, will we? Yep, I think we will be back with a bang in autumn. Yeah, late summer autumn. Late summer autumn, let's do it. A few Good holidays stuff. first. Yes. Good stuff. Right, that was that. Cheers, Cheers and cheerio. Cheers. Cheers.